Oh, hey, Queen, how's it going? Welcome back to the Note to Self podcast. Today's episode is in response to a message that I received the other day from one of my clients who was in her first day back at the office and a lady came over to her that she hadn't seen since before lockdown and basically asked her if she'd gained weight or was pregnant. And as you can imagine, my blood was boiling and I was absolutely furious for a hot minute. And of course my client was as well, you know, in in just in a few words from somebody else, every single thing that she had achieved in coaching so far just got squashed. Every healthy habit that she'd learned, every centimeter that she'd lost, every inch of confidence that she'd gained over the last couple of months, just poof, gone. Do you know what I mean? It, it just completely dissolved. And the only thing that was left for her was this sense of failure, this sense of, oh my God, all of the effort that I've put in to my fat loss goals for the last couple of months is gone. Like it's it was for nothing because somebody has commented and told me that I look like I've gained weight or I look pregnant, which both things, if you're trying to lose weight, are pretty devastating to hear. And especially if your body image right now is at rock bottom, even if it's sky high, getting comments that are the opposite of what you would love to hear about yourself feels crushing. Like it feels like crap. And I responded to her and, you know, immediately was just furious and was like, I can't believe somebody would say that to you. Um, you know, I hope you're okay. We'll get through this. You know, you've done so well. And I helped to kind of flip it and, and look a bit more about, uh, um, on how far she's come. But at the same time, I felt like I didn't necessarily give her actionable tips for maybe the next time it happens or to help her kind of see her progress in a different light. So that's what I'm here to do now so that every single other person out there that listens to this can hear that advice too. Um, Because I know that I could have done with it when I was younger. And, you know, there's a couple of times that I can really remember. And and I've been on both sides of this, by the way. You know, I've had times when I remember a time when I was really young, you know, I was 17 or 16 maybe. And I was out at an event with some of my work friends. We were out on like some sort of kind of team day out or whatever. And a girl had walked in And I'd like whispered to my friend, and I'm so not proud of this. This is not one of my finest moments, but I was young and naive and we're human. But I whispered to my friend, wow, she's gained weight. She looks so good for it. But in my head, that was a compliment. But obviously to the girl who I said it about, that was not a compliment. That was not something that she would have appreciated someone saying about her. And I felt really guilty for saying it for months and months and months. And to be honest, sometimes it still pops into my head. I'm like, oh my God, that was actually really rude to say. But in my head at the time, that didn't seem like a problem to me. Whereas now I understand that actually even making comments like that to other people about somebody else can be really damaging, not only for that, you know, the the fact that you're kind of saying something rude or unhelpful about somebody, even though they can't hear it, that might be something that 
the person you're telling is is struggling with as well and you've just made them feel worse for it you know for example say I said to somebody I don't know um oh look at her legs like she shouldn't be wearing that or I don't know something like that and then that person might not have heard it but the person you told might be thinking oh well her legs and it, it just feeds a bit of comparison because she might be going oh her legs look like better than mine like I think her legs look better than mine so therefore Joe doesn't like my legs do you know what I mean like it just creates this unhealthy cycle of, of just comparison in each other and also pointing out insecurities or flaws or judgments that just are completely unhelpful and things that we just shouldn't even need to say. Do you know what I mean? Like, why, why do we feel like we're we can comment on other people's appearances or body shape or size or any sort of feature on them whatsoever? You know, any kind of physical attribute at all. Um, and another occasion I can think of where it happened to me, where somebody just made a comment that I found that I thought was negative. And the reason I'm saying that I thought was negative is because some of these comments might not actually be negative, but it depends on the way that you've perceived them. So if you really dislike your hair or you've got a bit of an insecurity about your hair and someone says, oh, like you could have made an effort with your hair today or I don't know, just little things like that that could be a passing comment, you could really internalize that. And and so we've got to be really careful with our words nowadays. And this, I remember this time when I was again, maybe about 16, maybe 15. And I was at McDonald's, shout out McDonald's, with uh, my boyfriend at the time, who surprisingly was actually, even based on this comment, much lower down on the douchebag list than some. However, we were at McDonald's and I was about to order uh, some chips, literally some chips, like small fries or medium fries or something. And he turned to me and said, are you sure you want to do that? (laughs) Obviously, I died inside and it made me not order chips. And I completely, like, I still remember that word for word to this day. And that was, oh my God, 10 years ago. Oh my God, I'm actually really sad about that fact. But it was 10 years ago. And that to him was a really, um, just a completely like passing comment and he didn't think anything of it. Obviously, he was only like 16 odd at the time as well. But something like that, like however well-meaning it could be, because in his head, he was probably thinking, well, she's always moaning about her weight and she's saying that she wants to lose weight. So is getting chips really in line with what she wants to achieve? And we've got to remember that these unhelpful comments or unwanted comments might not always be meant to be negative. You know, the person saying this comment to you might not actually be saying it to be, you know, degrading or discouraging or to make you feel bad or, you know, meant to be negative. They might be well-meaning in some way, or they might in their eyes be well-meaning. You know, for example, what my ex-boyfriend did. I love how I say ex-boyfriend as if he was actually some sort of like relationship. It was literally at school. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) But like, for example, him, he was in his head doing it to like help support my goal. But to me, it was really damaging because I was young and impressionable. And I was like, oh my God, if I eat chips, that means I'm going to be fat forever. And that means nobody's going to love me. And I had all of these internalized fears 
about what would happen if I ate those chips moving forward. And funnily enough, I actually don't eat McDonald's chips nowadays. (gasps) Is this a therapy moment for me? Mm, Probably not. But it's more so because it gives me a tummy ache, but (laughs) moving on. So regardless of what it was that that person had said or the pretense for which they said it, it can still feel pretty crap when somebody gives you a comment that you didn't want to hear, you know, something that goes against or opposes the goal that you've got for yourself. So if you're trying to lose weight and somebody says, wow, you've gained weight, of course, you're going to feel devastated. If somebody says, oh, you're looking skinny, but you're trying to gain weight, of course, you're going to feel devastated. So regardless of what your goal is, I'm going to use fat loss here. And I I guess this is a bit of a disclaimer because some of these comments you could see as negative or you could see as positive depending on which kind of camp you're in, in terms of are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to gain weight? Are you happy in the middle? You know, whatever your goal is, you can kind of chop and change these responses based on what your goal is or what, what the end goal is for you. So if you've ever been on the receiving end of comments like this, or you've even said comments like this to other people, it could very well negatively affect the person that you are saying it to. So I think we could be a little bit more mindful about what we're saying and the conversations that we're having with our friends to be able to stop this kind of negative cycle in its tracks and help empower other people. Because it's so easy as well to brush off comments like that. As much as we like massively internalize them and they can feel super gutting. And you know, if you've received a comment like that before, you're and you're actively trying to work on being healthier and feeling better in your own skin and all of that sort of stuff, it's really, really hard not to let those comments get to you. And it's also really, really easy to completely disregard every positive move you're making, all of the compliments that you've received and that you've learned to give yourself more importantly, and all of the brilliant things you're achieving, you know, your boost in body image, your boost in confidence, your boost in just general feelings of well-being, it's it's easy to kind of like throw all of that aside and just focus and, and internalize that one horrid comment from someone who did not deserve to affect you so much. And I'd love to tell you that it's uncommon and that we can avoid it happening. But the reality is we can't. There are always going to be people who feel like they have a right to make negative comments about your body or your appearance or your character or, you know, insert literally anything there. And these comments can be really hurtful and really damaging. While we can't control someone else's behavior, we can control how we react to it so that A, we don't get so personally affected by it, and B, so that we potentially stop that cycle from them then doing it to somebody else, whether they know they're doing it or not. So if you've ever received comments like, oh, wow, are you pregnant? Wow, you've gained weight. I thought you were on a diet. Should you really be eating that? What happened to losing weight? You know, all of those things. There's so many that I could reel off there that have just been in my personal and client experiences, but there are so many out there, you know, and and they kind of fit any goal that you've got. But if you've ever been on the receiving end or even you've given those 
comments to somebody else. Here are five ways to handle those unwanted comments. So the first thing to remember is that their opinion is not your truth. It's so easy to like internalize things that other people have said to you or beliefs that other people have about who you should be or what you should look like or what you should be doing. But just because somebody said something that you deemed as kind of rude or insensitive doesn't make it true. You know, their words do not have the power to hurt you unless you decide to believe them and you decide to keep hold of them. And even if you've believed their words for a long time, you know, even if somebody says to you, if you've already got an insecurity about your physique and then somebody makes a what you deem to be negative comment towards it, that can sting way more than something you don't believe. But did you know that you can let those beliefs go and you can change those beliefs and you can change your thoughts to match the person that you want to be or to match the person that you are becoming? You know, thoughts are changeable, beliefs are changeable, bodies are changeable if you want to change. And if you can be a little bit more kind of secure in what you believe and what you know you're doing, and especially with things like fat loss and body image and how we feel about ourselves, these things have been drilled into us for years and years and years via like media, social media, magazines, advertisements, even just other people at school, at work, at college, at wherever you are in the world you'll have been on the receiving end of people's beliefs around, why did I just say beliefs so weirdly? It's because I've got my Invisalign in. Can we just ignore that? But if you've grown up in the last 20 years, which I guarantee most of us have, duh, then you've probably spent your entire life taking on the beliefs of other people or taking on the beliefs of what people tell you you should be doing or you should look like or you should have. You know, if I spent the last 20 years telling you you were a shoe, would you believe me? I hope not. But like, you probably would at some point if I kept telling you it and convincing you for years and years and years that you were a bloody shoe, you might start to doubt yourself like, oh my God, maybe I am a shoe. You know that Friends, what's the Friends? Is it Rachel where she's like, but daddy, I don't want to be a shoe. (laughs) Okay, anyway. (laughs) But do you know what I mean? Like things like that, if you like If you tell somebody something often enough, regularly enough, and it's coming from all different angles, like, oh my God, you know, you have to be thin to be happy or you have to be smart to be successful and little things like that, you know, eventually you're going to believe it and you're going to start thinking you're a shoe, mate. And that's, that's how unhelpful beliefs are born. You know, other people's beliefs being drilled into you over time or media being drilled into you over time or, you know, standards that are are unachievable being drilled into you over time. And the power that you've got right now is that you don't have to believe it. You can create your own truth. Do you know what I mean? You can create your own things that you want to believe. And, and if you believe that their comment is true or it's something you're already insecure about, then it's really easy to then internalize that more and and kind of put it on yourself and be like ashamed of it and and kind of internalize it. Like, oh my God, baby, I am. Maybe I am that shoe, but baby doll, you're not a shoe. Do you know what I mean? You can be whatever you want to be. If you want to be a shoe, you be a shoe. Then when someone calls you a shoe, you're just going to be like, cheers, hon. And you're not going to let it affect you so much. And that brings me on to point number two, now that we're over talking about shoes, is build some resilience you know, let's work on how to accept that insecurity and find a more positive spin to it. You know, like say, for example, you dislike your legs. Well, how about we put a positive spin on it? You know, 
great. You don't like your legs, but they just helped you run down the stairs as fast as you could to catch the delivery driver before he runs off with your ASOS delivery. You're not a fan of your arms? Well, they just helped you hold your best friend's baby at the christening. If you can't find a positive to the things that you are insecure about, then try breaking down why you hate that part of you. You know, why do you dislike it so much? What What is it about that thing that makes you feel less worthy? For example, you might have cellulite on your butt, but that doesn't make you a bad person, does it? Does it mean that you can't live a happy and healthy life? Like, what's the worst that could happen if it stayed there on your body for the rest of your life? Would you die? Nah. Once you unpick that and realize that, the things that you hate can't really hurt you, you know, nor can they dictate your worth, it's much easier to accept them. And if you can build that level of resilience towards those insecurities, then other people's words won't hurt you so much. And I know it's so hard. I know it's so, so hard to love yourself when you absolutely hate yourself right now. And I know that some of you out there are in that boat where you just can't even fathom the idea of loving yourself when right now, you look in the mirror and you cry every day. And and that's okay. You're that's absolutely okay to be in that position. But the first step in learning to love yourself is learning not to hate yourself so much. And that comes from a bit more of body acceptance rather than body positivity or body love. But we can chat about that in another episode if you do want to learn how to love yourself a little bit more. But in the meantime, head over to my Instagram. It is Thrive with Jojo and scroll down, you'll find a couple of posts on it. My third tip is call them out. I did not when I was sitting there crying into a packet of chips after my boyfriend told me not to eat them when I was 16 years old. But maybe if I did tell him that I found those comments hurtful and unhelpful, then he may have thought twice the next time he said something similar, or I might have just felt a little bit more empowered to not take those comments so personally. But if it was a stranger on the street and you actually don't know them and they've just, I don't know, made a rude comment or a negative comment towards you, then let them know that it was insensitive or offensive and ask how they feel about people making negative comments towards them. Or even better, like you could say something like, do you believe that making comments about other women's bodies is a good use of your time? Like, how sassy is that? How sassy is that? Um, Or you could even just, you know, say something as simple as like, aren't there more important things that you could be doing? (laughs) Savage. Oh my God, I'm loving the sass on me. But like, you you might not be able to save your own interaction. You know, that it, it still might have been hurtful to you. But you may have just made them think twice before doing it to someone else, you know, and if it's a friend, and if it's a friend, it's even harder, because you kind of don't want to ruin any sort of relationship, or you feel like you have to tiptoe a little bit more around them, you know, you can be a little bit more assertive to strangers, weirdly enough, considering like your friends, they should understand more, and you should be able to be a bit more assertive with them. But I know what we're like. And so sometimes you want to be a little bit more polite and just a little bit more kind of like blase about it. But, you know, still letting them know that actually that was unhelpful. So I'd appreciate if you couldn't do that, if you didn't do that again. But like even saying something like, even just like trying to kind of change the direction of the conversation. So being like, do you know, there's far more interesting things for us to talk about right now than my body or my eating habits or my shape or size or weight or, you know, food choices or whatever, you know, insert whatever it is that you feel like they've offended you on there. But you could say, you know, there's much more interesting things for us to be talking about right now. How's work going? Or how's life? Or how's your new boyfriend? Or how did that date go last night? You know, 
try and change the conversation slightly. And if that still doesn't work and it happens more than once, or it's been a constant kind of dialogue over the last couple of occasions. And, you know, it's really common with family members as well. Like people comment all the time, like, oh, I thought you were on a diet or like, why are you eating that? Like, oh, what happened to losing weight or whatever? Or even if it's like someone you haven't seen in a while, and it's like, oh, lockdown's been treating you well. Do you know what I mean? Like things like that, it's just unhelpful and it's just rude and to be honest just not a vibe full stop so if we can just squash it then brilliant news so before you completely cut them off if that's like the last kind of resort for you then just explain to them that you feel hurt by those comments and and that you'd appreciate if they would stop commenting on your body and be bold with it you know what I mean like be assertive and on that note as well avoid saying or do you know what you do you boo at the end of the day but try to avoid saying things like it makes me feel or you make me feel or you've made me feel just because people get really attacked and butthurt about it and they get on the like defensive and they're like oh my god like, I can't believe that you said this oh I don't make you feel anything that's gaslighting but you know what I mean they get all sassy about it and CBA for an argument so at the end of the day I mean to be honest like if you're not worried about offending them even though they're the ones that offended you, then sound. But I'm like so polite and I just am like all here for like avoiding any sort of confrontation at all. Um, But again, I should get more assertive with things like that. And I think that, but a lot of us do feel like we don't want to bring these things up to other people because we just don't want to cause a scene or make a fuss or end up having a fallout over it. But at the end of the day, you've got to have some boundaries. And if you don't enjoy the way that somebody is speaking to you, or you don't enjoy even just conversations with people, like it might be that you're just constantly in conversations with people where they are making these comments, not to you personally necessarily, but maybe to other people that are, you know, just in gossip, you know, they might just be gossiping about, I don't know, someone on Love Island, or they might be gossiping about someone they saw in Tesco or other supermarkets are available, you know, things like that. People just it's just a bit of an energy sap to be around. And if you, you know, you deserve to spend your life surrounded by people that do have interesting and insightful and uplifting and rewarding conversations. Like, do you want to be around people who spend their lives slagging off other people? Probably not. And if somebody has nothing better to do than to negatively comment on somebody else's body, then you can definitely afford to cut them loose. And I guess that's actually the next tip then. Cut them off. Like, if you want to be a savage with it and it's not even savage, if it gets to a point where it is it, like severely equ- affecting your quality of life and you're just not here for it anymore, you have the ultimate ability to just go, right, bye. You don't have to give an explanation. You don't have to give a reason. You don't have to like, I don't know, justify yourself. You can just be like, right, do you know what? I'm not happy about this anymore. So I'm going to stop texting you back. Do you know what I mean? Ghosted. No, I'm kidding. But then again, it's not even that mean, I guess. I don't know. I'm facing a little bit of like, I'm so bad at confrontation, but it's important. Like it's important to surround yourself with people that you care about and that positively impact your life, not negatively impact your life. So yeah, tip number four, cut them off. And the last thing I'd be aware of is that it is a lot of the time just projection. Like interestingly, when someone makes a negative comment about you, it's usually them projecting their own insecurities onto you. So, you know, someone who comments on your weight might have a fear of being judged for theirs or someone that judges you for wearing a skirt might actually be a little bit jealous that she doesn't have the confidence to wear outfits like that. You know, we hear 
phrases all the time like oh they're just jealous and oh, I kind of hate when people say that but it's not it's not always jealousy but more often than not it's definitely from a place of insecurity on their part and remember strong-minded and confident people don't feel the need to bring others down people who feel the need to level the playing field do and I hate so there's a quote that's like nobody above you is trying to tear you down. It's always people below you or something like that. I'm butchering the quote, but it was, it it should be butchered anyway, because it's actually really like, I don't like the idea that it is like, you know, people are above or below you. Like, I I just don't think that that's true or that that's helpful, a helpful narrative to be kind of you know, because it, it it just encourages more comparison. But like, we are all on a level playing field. Like, we all are equal to each other. And if you're trying to, you know, bring other people down, it's it, it's just so unhelpful. Like, what's the point? You know, just stay in your own lane. Do you know what I mean? Like, focus on yourself, mate. But I used to do it all the time. I used to try and bring other people down because I thought it would make me feel better about myself. And it was, I was just young and naive and just a bit of a dick, to be quite honest. But I was just so insecure in myself. And that's why I'm telling you right now that it is people, other people saying negative things to you is just them feeling negative about themselves. And like, it's just one of those things that hopefully when you realize that you can just kind of like that it tells it tells you much more about them than it does you, regardless of who that comment was directed towards. Like, it's always that person that should come off looking like a bit of a dickhead for it, not you. So if you can remember that the next time somebody does try and kind of, I don't know, make a comment that's just unhelpful for you, you can just kind of question like actually, you know, what what's true in that for them? Like what, what part of that is ringing true for them that they feel the need to kind of call it out on somebody else and feel that need to kind of level the playing field in bunny ears. I also realized somebody uh, on Instagram messaged me and said, um, what does bunny ears mean? Like, why do you keep saying bunny ears in your podcasts? And I was like, oh my God, like, (laughs) is that not something that normal people say? (laughs) I always, you'll find this out about me. If you're new here, hey, hi, hello, I'm Jo. But I always say things that like not normal quotes that people hear and I'm like I have no idea where I must have heard it from but I've obviously just made it the bloody hell up but bunny ears if you don't know and somebody actually tell me like drop me a dm is it a thing that people actually say or not but it's like when you use quotation marks like when I'm quoting something or I'm using quotation marks of like you know as an example of what someone said I'll be like in bunny ears and I always do it even though you can't see me because you're literally just hearing my voice right now but like I always do the little bunny like the quotation mark you know, you like, you do a peace sign and then you bend your fingers. God, it's very hard to do a podcast without like you being able to see what I'm bloody talking about. But anyway, that's what bunny ears is. <laughs> Someone let me know if that's actually a thing. This is probably not. But anyway, I hope that this helps next time somebody tries to ruin your vibe. And I hope this episode kind of made you maybe think twice about saying or gossiping maybe to other people about other people's bodies because it is just super unhelpful and super uncalled for and I just think there's like no circumstance where it's okay to give any sort of like unsolicited feedback on somebody's body or somebody's size or shape or weight or eating habits or behaviors or anything like that and so let me know your thoughts on this I feel like it's probably a bit of a touchy subject and that's why I put a little disclaimer at the beginning because I just didn't want you to feel like it was me telling you that, oh, you've gained weight is a negative comment or, you know, gaining weight is bad because it absolutely is not. And I don't want that to be the narrative, but 
it's just the thing that a lot of my girls are working towards. You know, the girls that I work with, my clients are predominantly fat loss clients and they are trying to actively lose fat. And so when somebody gives them a comment that is opposing that goal or in, you know, goes against that goal, it's really hurtful. And it can really make you lose sight of why you're doing this and lose sight of your goals and, and just really deflate you along your journey. So I'm hoping that this episode gives you a little bit of empowerment to go and stand up for your goals and stand up for yourself a little bit more. And let me know by dropping me a DM, what would you like me to chat about next? Go and have a fabulous week 